Welcome everyone to this episode in the Cisco podcast series on business resiliency. My name is Richard Godsworth and I'm your host for this particular podcast. And my role at Cisco is as the Systems Engineering Director for the Specialist Sales Organization. With me today is a very good friend of mine, Vish Iyer. He's our Vice President for the Sales Specialist Organization across Asia Pacific, Japan and Greater China. And the topic for today, it's all about multi-cloud. So welcome, Vish, to this very exciting podcast, all about multi-cloud. Hey, thank you, Richard, for having me. And multi-cloud, as we know, is something that's important to many of you who are listening to this particular podcast. And we're going to spend the next 20 minutes or so delving into the depths of multi-cloud and why it's such an important topic for you to know more about. Before we get started on this really interesting topic, I thought it'd be great to sort of level set for all of our listeners on what we actually mean by multi-cloud. So Vish, to the first question. So I'm very interested in your perspective as a, as a business leader, what is multi-cloud to you? Hey, look, I, if you look at all our customers, uh, I think many of our customers are consuming a number of services from different cloud providers. Uh, we all use uh, Office 365 uh, or it's equivalent in our day-to-day life. We have workloads uh, running in this in Amazon. We subscribe to various SaaS services like Box, like uh, Netflix that reside in different uh, clouds. So the ability of an organization to synthesize all of these different instances which are on-prem, which are in cloud, which are in combinations thereof, it is essentially what the multi-cloud refers to. Fantastic. Yes, no, I agree. And and certainly the other term we quite often hear about is, is hybrid cloud, of course, which is obviously the mixture of their private cloud services with a combination of, of public cloud offerings, which is the other word that we'll probably use many times during this podcast. So, so moving along a little bit here, you know, multi-cloud is certainly top of mind for many of the CIOs who are listening to, the, to us today. And so perhaps you can enlighten us a little bit about what you see as driving that interest in multi-cloud. Why is it that companies and CIOs especially are fascinated and very interested in what multi-cloud can do for them and their businesses? Hey, look, the, the last 12 to 15 months uh, in the pandemic, uh, I think every customer out there has leveraged the cloud uh, and uh, technology has become the backbone of their business, regardless of whether they are in the service industry, whether they are in the manufacturing industry, whether they're in the finance industry, whether even they are in mining industry. Technology has been in the forefront uh, of from I mean, what we've really seen uh, and cloud has played, played a very important role in making technology from what was an enabler uh, to a differentiator. And you're seeing industries uh, being reimagined around experiences. Uh, you know, in our consumer context, we've seen the likes of Uber, Airbnb, uh, completely transform industries uh, uh, with this new digital way of doing business. And we are seeing that being embraced uh, in industry after industry. And one of the things that's important around cloud is it's a generational shift uh, for every IT organization. You know, there is a big shift from cost to speed. 
every organization is a digital business and they are reimagining how they can enable new experiences, uh, new capabilities, leveraging technologies like artificial intelligence, machine learning, cloud native security with a very different operating model uh, to make their business more relevant uh, in these changing times. And so if you really look at it, I think cloud in itself is not a differentiator, but how you contextualize your business to leverage these capabilities uh, to reimagine uh, your business and your experience for your subscribers uh, and your customers is what the pandemic has put the spotlight on. And we're beginning to see winners uh, and losers, uh, folks who have adapted uh, the business models, who, who have embraced this change and have hit the ground running are actually growing their businesses. Uh, so that's what we are seeing is essentially there is this uh, the pace of innovation and speed has changed. And I think many organizations are uh, adapting themselves uh, to reinvent themselves in this new normal. Now, I think that's a really interesting perspective, Vish. And there's a couple of points there I think we could sort of expand upon uh, and dig a little bit deeper in some of those areas. And I'm particularly um, you know, interested in that the, the point you made about experiences. And uh, I, I think from a business point of view, there's a lot to be gained by the experience that people have in accessing your applications and the services that you run um, across your infrastructure. So perhaps, you know, we can get into a little bit more detail here. You know, Cisco is obviously a very strong player in the infrastructure piece uh, and providing the connectivity from the applications arena to the end user itself. So perhaps you could delve a little bit into the detail about how Cisco could help customers to achieve that experience that they're looking for from these applications that they're starting to deploy in, in cloud environments? Yeah, see, I think if you really look at it from a consumer or a customer perspective, I think all of us today uh, in our daily lives access close to 34 apps uh, on our mobile phone. And our application experience defines uh, how sticky that experience is, how differentiated that offering is, makes us more loyal to that particular service. And that's true for any digital business because application and data uh, uh, operate in a truly distributed construct. You like, let's you order a pizza today. Uh, in the process of ordering the pizza, you might be going to maybe Pizza Hut to order the pizza. But then when you're about to fulfill that transaction, you're going to a payment gateway. By the time it gets delivered, it goes through a a very different delivery organization. You can clearly, clearly see here, while the application experience is what is the interface that talks to you, what's working in the backend is a truly hybrid multi-cloud construct where all of these self-service capabilities come together to deliver that experience for you. So application meets infrastructure, and therefore you need to have both of them very programmable through APIs. All of that complexity is hidden for the user and the developer. And that's what we call is, that's where we see all of this coming together. The application and infrastructure needs to come together to create a rich experience that you can measure, that you can monitor, and that you can improve. And that's a very critical role that we see in Cisco for us to be able to deliver 
to meet and exceed our customers' expectations. So, Vishya, just to continue that, that on a little bit more. So, within the context of, of Cisco and some of the services that Cisco provides, are there some examples that you could give on, on areas perhaps that some of our CIOs may not be familiar with that Cisco can truly help in creating this, this new experience for, for organizations when they deploy applications in the cloud? Yeah, I think the most critical problem in the industry today is around observability. And we talk about observability, you're talking about the full stack observability when you're running an application on top of infrastructure in this truly multi-cloud, hybrid cloud instance. How, how do you figure out a root cause uh, for uh, if, say, an experience is poor? How do you get to the root cause of this problem? You know, is the problem in the application domain? Is the problem in the network domain? If it is in the network domain, is it in your private cloud? Is it in the public cloud? Is it in the private? Is it in the service provider infrastructure? How, what we've really seen in this last 12 to 18 months is every customer out there wants to measure and monitor the experience and get to the root cause of trying to solve this full stack observability problem. It's predicted that for every customer who's spending a dollar of compute, either on-prem or on the cloud, 43 cents is going to be spent on observability because it's such a critical problem for every business because the application experience is the currency of the new digital business. And it's here that with technologies like Thousand Eyes, which helps you measure experience on a public network, on a private network with technologies like App Dynamics, which help you measure application performance, and then with technologies like Nexus Insights, uh, you can measure the experience on you on many of our technologies on the data center side all the way to the SD-WAN front. So we can essentially help you measure the experience across your connectivity domains, your security domains, your application domains, and your infrastructure domains uh, to help you deliver a better experience. So that's where we're seeing a lot of interest uh, from a number of customers Example, the largest brewery in Asia, the largest semiconductor company, the biggest digital bank, all of these customers are leveraging these capabilities to run their digital operations today. So that's just to give you an give you a real life use case of how our customers are consuming our technology to solve this observability challenge uh, in the industry. Yeah, I, I agree, Vishen. You, you and I have been around this, this business a long time, and we've seen a lot of different uh, customers deploy different types of solutions and services. And I think this is the first time I'm starting to see customers truly be able to differentiate their offerings by taking care of what's happening in their infrastructure and using things, as you said, like observability to, to take actions based on things that they observe um, you know, to automate the process of improving the end-to-end experience of, of their users of their services. Um, just sort of looking a little bit into some of those customers that you mentioned, and, and some of them have obviously already started their journey in deploying some of these technologies. Are there any learnings that we could share with some of those listening around what they should be looking out for, or things they should focus on as they look to deploy some of these solutions uh, within their organization? Yeah. So look, regardless of where you are uh, in your cloud journey, 
uh, I think there are capabilities that you can leverage. Uh, we've seen customers leverage many of these self-service capabilities, even on their on private instance, uh, where because of regulations, because of uh, because of privacy, uh, they they need to provide all of their cloud technologies on premises. There are other customers who are digitally native unicorns who want who want to do everything uh, from a cloud first approach. Uh, and our value proposition uh, is essentially this is a journey and it's the series of steps that you need to take to what we call is the final destination here is not to a cloud provider or to different cloud providers. It's about how do you leverage all of the various cloud capabilities from the different hyperscalers to build your own unique cloud operating model where you leverage your contextual capability, where you leverage your existing talent and help them leverage these new capabilities that the cloud can offer to help you reimagine the business. So essentially, the most important element is working closely with partners who can help you solve real problems in quick time and be a, a partner who can help you traverse the connectivity domain, the security domain, uh, the application domain and the infrastructure domain to deliver the business outcomes that you're looking for. So I think there is no one journey. It obviously needs to be customized based on a customer context. But some of these steps that we speak about are kind of common across all of them. Indeed, and I, and I think that's a, a very important aspect there. And the fact that you talk about the uniqueness of each organization's experience and the journey that each of them are on, I think, you know, is, is a very important consideration. There's not just, you know, one cookie cutter approach that works for, for everybody in this world. That's for sure. Um, one of the other areas I think that, that might be of interest to our listeners is around sort of the newfound APIs and the ability for people to customise these solutions, as you said, uh, around using APIs and programmability to truly make it a, an integrated experience for everyone. Maybe you could sort of give us some examples that you have seen in your working with customers around some of the interesting integrations that you've seen customers take on in terms of integrating their, their business solutions with some of these infrastructure um, capabilities that Cisco brings to a customer environment? Yeah, so I think it's about making the infrastructure programmable. So just to give you a real-life example, uh, we are beginning to see with the pandemic, obviously, the rise of the hybrid workforce. And you have a workforce that will work from home, that wants to work on the go, and that is also beginning to see return to work uh, with Asia being the manufacturing hub of the world, we need to enable the safe return to work. Uh, and we are beginning to see that in service industries as well as the manufacturing industries. And one of the beautiful use cases that you've seen here is we have a lot of, lot of innovation around enabling the safe return to work uh, where we can monitor, uh, con we can enable contactless access back to the office. We have this concept of a smart building and one of the fascinating use cases I've seen is, for example, to leverage something like Ansible to talk to DNAC to enable safe return to work for IT, OT, 
and IoT use cases. So we can now run completely automated factories, which are socially, where social distancing is implemented on the go and the ability to leverage cloud-like self-service capabilities with all of the ability to connect things and people intelligently. So we are seeing a number of use cases around the safe return to work uh, happen on one dimension. And the other use case is more around the multi-cloud instance, where we are beginning to see that regardless of whether the customer has an on-prem data center, has a colo, or is leveraging the public cloud, we can leverage Terraform, for example, and provide cloud-like capabilities in any of these instances simultaneously. So we are beginning to see customers leverage APIs, especially developers, uh, to make the infrastructure visible, programmable, and leverage these capabilities uh, to drive a faster pace of innovation uh, in their business. Now, I think, Rich, and, and thank you for that. That's, I think, at the heart of a lot of what I would hope a lot of the CIOs are looking for as they invest in this in this new digitization of many of their applications and services is that capability to link the power of the application and the experience that brings with the infrastructure that they're putting in place to truly deliver a lot of automated, uh, you know, self-healing functionality that can make the experience end-to-end -end as, as best as it can be. I think one theme which I feel I didn't address, but it's just really hot now, is around going green, like measuring carbon credits, for example. And what I'm beginning to see is leveraging APIs. We can, on our infrastructure and our devices, we can provide those hooks to software developers who can measure and track some of these ESG metrics and claim carbon credits. So we are seeing the the what we realize is when we make infrastructure programmable, we open ourselves to a number of outcomes which we are being reimagined on a daily basis. So for example, we have a next generation EV plant coming up in China where the provider would be able to publicize his carbon credits automatically from the infrastructure. So I think these are some fascinating use cases that we're beginning to see unfold in industry after industry. And that gives us so much opportunity uh, to drive the transition at a faster pace in this part of the world. No, exactly, Vish. And I think, you know, it, it's some of these are unintended consequences in many places. And the ability to sort of, you know, look and develop things around the art of what's possible, I think that's the power of, you know, what we're seeing at the moment is, an exploration into things that we never envisaged that these types of solutions would be able to offer in, in these emerging areas such as green energy and, and, and those types of things is really important, I think, going forward. And just to wrap things up, perhaps do you have any parting words for our CIOs listening to us today on sort of what their next steps should be and how they can take that leap if they haven't already into this multi-cloud world? So, so as I explained, as I shared before, this is a journey. Uh, and what we've seen in organization after organization, including in Cisco, is this journey is about technology, but it's also about mindsets and capabilities. And 
to fully leverage the cloud, you need to deliver the end-to-end experience uh, that your consumers and your subscribers are looking for. And for that, you really need to blend your organization and the different domains, whether it's the application domain, whether it's the infrastructure domain, whether it's the networking domain, the security domain, uh, the SecOps domain, we need to expand the capabilities of all of the different individuals in these different organizations to really think big and think end-to-end experience. So we've got to re-architect, reimagine uh, the outcome that you want to deliver and skill and reskill the teams to learn fast, fail fast, and fix car- fix fast in this new operating domain. So for us, it's really about reskilling and reimagining uh, every role to deliver that end-to-end experience. And I, I think the organizations that have been able to break the silos and work closely with partners in skilling and expanding the capabilities of the teams to deliver these new operating models are the ones who are really beginning to change the experience uh, for their customers. Fantastic. Very wise words there, Vish. And I thank you again. It's been a pleasure to spend the last 20 minutes or so with you in this podcast. And everybody, please stay tuned for the next exciting episode in the Cisco podcast series on business resiliency. And with that, we'll sign off and wish you all a great day and happy multi-clouding. Thanks, everyone.